Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, the lib media fact checker grotesque symbiote is having a an epic meltdown. They have a lot of meltdowns. So if I'm describing it with the modifier there, epic, you know I'm serious. An epic meltdown over 2,000 mules. The 2020 election fraud movie put out by Dinesh D'Souza, which they, they don't know what to do with it because the evidence in the movie, the documentary, is irrefutable. Irrefutable. Unless you're claiming that it was um, Martians that invented the, uh, the data, there, it's irrefutable. I'm going to get into that. I've got that. I've got also the, the left is now openly inciting violence. There's an insurrection going on right now, openly inciting violence got the proof we'll get to that if you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport you got to check out the u.s survival rifle from henry repeating arms it's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes and then when you're not using it you can store the parts in the little case it comes in so small it can be stored anywhere in a go bag anywhere it's light enough to carry everywhere comes in black and two different camo patterns you can pick one up for three to four hundred dollars depending on the finish you can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival and while you're there be sure to order their free catalog Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joseph, let's go. Hee-haw, hee-haw. That's a lot of elements. (laughs) Joe going cowboy stuff. A lot of elements today, as he knows. So uh, let's dig right in. The media, again, in a meltdown over 2,000 mules. They don't know what to do about Dinesh D'Souza's new film about mules, election mules, carrying what appear to be illegal votes and stuffing ballot boxes. The evidence in the film is overwhelming. Now, one of the ways they found these mules was by geotracking. True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht's great uh, group, and Greg Phillips, an investigator, They bought a huge tranche of cell phone data, the cell phone IDs, and they tracked those cell phones around these ballot boxes. It is irrefutable that these cell phone IDs, these people carrying these cell phones, they have the video to match it, were going to these ballot boxes multiple times. Folks, that is illegal in any state to accept money to carry a ballot to a ballot box. There is no state where that's legal. We have now hard evidence of what appears to be criminality in multiple states. And what's the FBI and DOJ doing? The answer, they are doing nothing because they are Democrat Party operatives. Now, of course, the media, Bill McCarthy, Joe strikes again, the world's second worst fact checker after Tom Kircher did a fact (laughs) check for PolitiFarce. He's the kid with the certificate from Denny's who oh, openly lied on a fact check. That's hilarious. Fact check me and said, I quote, stated something. I never stated at all. I dared Bill McCarthy. I, I will give Bill McCarthy $100,000 cash, cash, if he can prove where I stated what he said I stated on that Fox broadcast. He still hasn't done it, which is weird. It's an easy 100 k cash. I'll go get it out today. But McCarthy, the biggest fraud joker on the planet, 
decided, beginning that he's had no credibility. It doesn't matter. He might as well be a Democrat Party activist full time and start setting himself up for his next line of work. Maybe a run for office as a far leftist in San Francisco, or whatever. McCarthy did a fact check on the Dinesh D'Souza film. And he kept saying with the fact check, he's like, listen, man, you know, experts are saying that this geo tracking data is really not that accurate. It isn't. Wow, that's kind of weird, because if you go to Dinesh D'Souza's tweet about that, he says, I keep reading fact checks by AP and PolitiFact. He's referencing that clown McCarthy. And they say cell phone geo tracking is not very precise or accurate. Well, here's the New York Times on how it pinpoints a person's exact location. Here's the photo. Ha! New York Times tracking cell phone data. A single dot appeared on the screen representing the precise, precise, precise location of someone in President Trump's entourage at 7.10 a.m. It lingered around the grounds of Mar-a-Lago and Palm Beach where the president was staying for about an hour. <laughs> it's too easy, folks. It's too easy. The precise, keep that up a second, the precise location. So that's really strange. So we know the New York Times, when they're doing an attack hit piece on Donald Trump, deems geo-tracking information, Joe, quote, precise. Right. Do I need to say that again for the, what, 10th time? Precise location? You know what's really weird, too, fellas? I don't know if you know this, but, uh, you know, I got a lot of friends in law enforcement from my prior line of work. You know, they use geo-tracking data as well because of its noted precision. If you're carrying the cell phone, they can deem from about, they can deem your precise location from your cell phone ping data. Do you know law enforcement uses that, too? I'll tell you who else uses it. Yeah. Bill McCarthy with his certificate from Denny's. Noted, debunked, discredited, humiliated liar who I cold busted lying about me, lying, who had to immediately rescind his nonsense or correct or update it. it. The second I sent him an email noting he was lying, military folks use it too because of its precision. You know what they use it for? For killing people. You want to target a foreign enemy? You can find his cell phone. Yeah, military folks use it to kill people. So the press uses it. The military uses it and law enforcement uses it because of geo tracking's precision. But it's really weird. The fact checkers are like, no, no, no. Uh, when it comes to people going to ballot boxes, it's just not precise enough. Maybe you should tell the New York Times and law enforcement and military that so they don't kill people because of its lack of precision. Bill McCart, total clown. $100,000, Bill, cash. If you can produce to me the digital video evidence of me stating what you said, I quote, stated. You're a liar. You're a buffoon. You've always been a buffoon. You're a goon and a hack, and you've been humiliated again. You're going to challenge the New York Times Donald Trump article about the precision of the cell phone date? Of course you're not. You're a goofball and a clown. Your parents should be embarrassed to have spawned such a life zero. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> By the way, this is only going to get better. It's only going to be, what is the DOJ and the FBI doing about 2,000 mules? Which, by the way, blew away all expectations this weekend on Locals. It's still out there, by the way. You can watch it this week. The website is 2,000mules.locals.com. 2,000mules.locals.com. You can also purchase the DVD if you don't want to buy the, uh, the film. But 2,000mules.locals.com. Please check it out. The um, group True the Vote. Catherine Engelbrecht, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht, excuse me, and Greg Phillips, they have the cell phone IDs of all of these mules who carried what appear to be unquestionably illegal ballots at this point. 
They have the cell phone IDs of these people. They'd be easy to find. Why? What is it? What is it? DOJ and the FBI doing about it? The answer is they're doing absolutely nothing because the Department of Justice is a branch of the Democrat Party, and the FBI leadership has been entirely, completely corrupted. Corrupted. And if you're not willing when you come into office to correct this and fire everyone at the top who acts like a politician rather than a public servant, don't run for office because you'll never getting my vote or my support. They're going to be hard decisions. The, the hack election stealing left is going to lose their minds. But everyone at the DOJ and the FBI, who is a politician first and a public servant second, must be fired immediately. If you're not willing to do it, step aside, get out of the way. They have the cell phone IDs. So again, I've been asking for a lot of favors lately. I'm always hesitant to do that, but it's not really a favor for me. It's a favor for the country. If you would email or call your congressmen and senators today, I would really appreciate it and demand a review of the film 2000 Mules. And I would also ask a very specific thing, a very specific thing. Are you going to demand that the FBI and the DOJ look at the cell phone IDs of the mules in 2000 Mules to determine what they were doing and who was paying them? Are you going to do that? Because if you're not going to do it, you're not, you're not worthy of that seat in Congress. You have to do that today. Here's a Red State article by the great Jennifer Van Lahr. It'll be in the newsletter. Please read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please check it out. After the 2000 Mules premiere, True the Vote promises to, quote, pull the ripcord and release all the data. So this group, True the Vote, I know Catherine Engelbrecht, by the way, she's very good. Apparently they have more. When they talk about releasing all of it, the data, presumably, Jennifer's commenting, presumably includes the names and addresses of the 501c3 nonprofits the group labeled as, quote, stash houses in the film. According to True the Vote's investigation, these nonprofits served as a place for ballots to be stashed after they were collected from voters and a base from which mules were assigned to deliver ballots to the ballot boxes at various times and in quantities that wouldn't cause alarm when reported on the Dropbox's chain of custody reports. And they were the organizations through which the mules were paid per ballot, illegal, Delivered to the drop boxes. Engelbrecht says the mules were paid around $10 per ballot, but that for the Georgia Senate runoff, the price was much higher. That's a crime. What's the FBI doing? The answer is the FBI is doing nothing. I will ask again, email, call your congressperson, senator today. Do not wait. Ask, did you see the film? Number two, what are you doing with the cell phone IDs? Number three, what are you doing to ban ballot boxes nationwide immediately? Immediately. There is hard evidence of ballot boxes being co-opted for what looks to be criminality. These should be banned immediately. 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 Folks, in case you missed it also, 2000mules.locals.com. You know, the, 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 the film blew away expectations on locals. I can tell you that. Rumble released a, uh, a, a public statement this morning. Something like a million dollars in ticket sales. I mean, just a, a, amazing numbers. Please check this movie out. Nothing will be the same after you watch this. All right, I want to get to this uh, next. There's also an insurrection going on. The DOJ and the FBI are doing nothing about because the DOJ and the management of the FBI are Democrat activists. They're not serious law enforcement entities. And when we get into office, they have to all be fired immediately at the top. I keep using the word immediately because we are losing the republic. 
These people have destroyed this place. The FBI has humiliated itself and destroyed its reputation with its actions on January 6th, with its actions on the Spygate case, with its actions on targeting parents as domestic terrorists, while they continue to stand by, why laws are being broken for elections and laws are being broken with the intimidation tactics being used against Supreme Court justices. What do I mean? Odd how the FBI targeted a bunch of school board parents for exercising their constitutional right to assemble and petition government as domestic terrorists and the DOJ target, Merrick Garland, another disgusting piece of garbage, Merrick Garland, an awful, genuinely awful human being, tearing this place to the ground, targeting innocent American citizens. But it's weird. Merrick Garland's doing nothing about this. 18 USC 1507. That's 18 for the liberals, United for the liberals listening, United States Code, Section 1507. In other words, this is the law. It's called picketing or parading. It says whoever with the intent of interfering with, obstructing or impeding the administration of justice and with the intent of influencing any judge, Joe, juror, witness or court officer in the discharge of their duty who pickets or parades in or near a building housing a court of the United States or or in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such a person or with such intent uses a sound truck or similar device or resorts to a demonstration in or near any building or resident shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than a year or both. Pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. Yep. You show up with a sound device or engage in a demonstration designed to intimidate, intimidate a court officer or a judge or a juror in front of their homes. You are guilty of a violation of 18 U.S.C. 1507. FBI, DOJ, that's a crime. The United States Code, did you read it? Do you have a copy? There's an app for that. You have that? You you guys can download an app at the FBI, you know. The DOJ, Merrick Garland, you disgrace of a human being. You can check that out too. Have you read that? That's kind of weird. Because I'm going to use, I'm going to, FBI, I'm going to do your homework for you, Merrick Garland. Because here's video of a demonstration, some using sound devices at the residences of two Supreme Court justices, clearly for the purpose of intimidation. Here's Justice Kavanaugh's house from this weekend. First, FBI, pay attention. This is called evidence. Here you go. We You see, that's called evidence, FBI, evidence. Did you learn that in, the, in, in Quantico? That's called evidence. That's called evidence. To the management there, to the DOJ. Did you see that? All the lawyers, you missed that? Jimmy, the lawyers, did you miss that? The DOJ, you missed. Here's another one. Here's another piece of what we call evidence. Here's Justice Roberts' house. Here's a separate set of people. Again, trying to intimidate Justice Roberts, who, by the way, Probably isn't even with us on this case, but it doesn't matter because they, by the way, I don't care. I care about violations of law. If this was Justice Sotomayor's house, I'd be saying the same thing. But that's because I'm a principal conservative, not a loser leftist. Here, FBI, evidence alert. Check this out. Here, by the way, coming up next, so that FBI evidence, that was as evidence. You can, you can, you, I give you permission, by the way, to use that because it's not mine. That film is out there for anyone to see. 
You can go check that out. That's those, those are people, according to 18 USC 1507, who you may want to check out, right? No, no, I'm sorry. The FBI is like, Joe, you know what they're doing right now? Like, Dan, come on. We're way too busy investigating parents who showed up at school boards oh. as domestic terrorists. We're way, we come on, man. We've got way too much. Uh, we got way too much to lose here. We can't prosecute conservative parents if we're going to go and actually prosecute lawbreaking. Here's one more here. This is why whenever the media on the left, CNN, MSNBC, Mother Jones, the clown show on the left, whenever they talk about January 6th, you can just casually disregard them. You can just, just, just laugh in their faces. They have no idea what they're talking about. They're all about stopping violence and inciting violence. I'm using the dreaded air quotes, of course. Um, which, except when, when they think violence or intimidation can benefit them for a political cause. Here's a CNN panel where the, you'll hear the host saying, hey, listen, uh, is there a line to be drawn here at these uh, justices' houses? Is this really a good idea? And you'll see uh, one of the panelists there say, well, you know, I think civility conversations are misplaced. Oh, they are. Really? Civility. They're misplaced. Here, check this out. This is a question about civility. The frustration people feel is personal. But where's the line? Obviously, what we see, the, the apparent arson at, a, um, at, at an anti-abortion nonprofit in Wisconsin is over the line. Violence is always over the line. But there are real questions and conversations today about protests outside Supreme Court justices' houses, particularly Justice Kavanaugh. Um, where do you think that line is? I think for a lot of people, the, a conversation about civility feels um, like it misses the mark mm. when constitutional rights that you believe that you had for over 50 years are about to be overturned. Wow, that's really interesting. So if you feel like a constitutional right that's not actually in the Constitution, abortion anywhere, not even remotely. So if you make that up and pretend it's in the Constitution, Joe, civility, don't even worry about it. Violence, A-OK. Don't you worry yeah. about that. Yet what's really strange is I just presented to you hard evidence of two crimes. Massive election fraud. Massive election fraud in an actual film you can watch where the FBI can get the cell phone ideas, IDs and what appears to be violations of 18 U.S.C. 1507. These are actual laws and voting and how voting happens is clearly delineated in the Constitution. And yet it's really strange if I were to come on the show today and say, hey, you know what? We should really consider violence. Oh, my. the leftists would lose their mind because they are full of crap. They are the most violent people on planet Earth. They are full of it. Listen to me. Listen, folks, please zoom in. Horse blinkers on right now. Keep your head on a swivel around these people on the left. Whereas I am categorically telling you. I'm not your boss. I'm not your teacher. I'm not your preacher. I'm telling you what I believe in my heart and soul, with every cell in my body. We cannot cross the violence red line because there is no turning back. There are no political arguments after mass violence breaks out. There is only death. I am telling you the left does not feel the same way. Keep your head on a swivel around these violent lunatics. This is only going to get worse. They will never condemn violence like that CNN panelist. They will not condemn it because people on the left see it as a tool. I got a lot more to get to, including violence that broke out in churches, 
protests inside of churches. By the way, that is, uh, I think that's mentioned in the Constitution. Can you guys check that, that whole religion? That is mentioned somewhere in the Constitution, right? Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah. That's kind of weird, right? Protests there, you didn't see anybody saying anything like that. And some tweets of people basically directly calling for violence. Keep your head on a swivel. These people are violent. They worship it. All right, let me get this. I also got deep thoughts coming up with Joe Biden. The guy can't get out of his own way. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Okay, these people worship violence. I told you, keep your head on a swivel like Reagan from The Exorcist. Here's Seattle this weekend about leftist maniacs who want, of course, want the ability to kill children in the womb. They are a death cult. Uh, They can't live without the death cult mentality. Here's Seattle, a bunch of protesters outside of a church. By the way, uh, keep it up, Libs. You know, uh, the minority community. Blacks and Hispanics are a lot of Catholics. Did you happen to know that? Do you do any kind of research? You think they're going to like you barging into their Catholic churches, telling about how you want to kill babies? Just a thought. May not work out, but here's some of the uh, aggression you can see for yourself. Here's Seattle. Hey, you to take care of people. We There you go. I'm sure that's going to go over real well with a lot of the world's Catholics who just want to be left alone to worship. You know, that's a constitutionally protected right. You may want to read the Constitution. There's an app for that, too. Um, Here's New York City. uh, Some very strange, odd lady running around in front of a church in New York City again, uh, screaming about how much they love abortion and killing children. I'm sure this will go over well. You probably want to check this out before you vote coming up in the November elections. Here's the left for you. That's that's what you're voting for in 2022 if you vote with the left. Yeah, yeah, that's like the third or fourth time Joe's seen that already. Yeah, that that went viral this week. That's the left for you, folks. You may say to yourself again, fairly enough, Dan, is this really an election strategy? Like they think they're going to win with this? And I'm telling you, the answer is no. Uh, what, what, what's been a common thread? That's to get lost in this because I had a lot to get to. Please just bear with me for a second. One thing I've always understood about the left is I, I had a healthy respect for their tactics. That doesn't mean I like their positions. Let me be clear. By respect, I don't mean that in some qualitative fashion. I mean, I understand the terrain features of the fight. The left knows what they're doing. Folks, Donald Trump broke them. Broke them. They have lost any connection to the ground, grassroots, and what the world is thinking. They just now, it's, it's, the, it's the, um, the, uh, the, the, the Batman movie theory about Bane. Some people just want to watch the world burn. That's the left right now. They just want to watch it all burn. Here, it's more evidence. Here is a Caroline Riley verified account on Twitter talking about the 
alleged firebombing of a pro-life group in Madison, Wisconsin. She's tweeting about a New York Times story about it. She says, more of this. May these people never know a moment of peace or safety until they rot in the ground. Is she banned from Twitter? I would guess uh, probably not. She's probably being celebrated on the left. They love violence. They want to watch it all burn, figuratively and literally. Here's another account on Twitter. This is Seb at yes, V-A-T-O-R-E. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. With a picture of a person throwing what appears to be a firebomb, that's, uh, there's the left for you right there. Person's probably a hero on Twitter right now. Um, here's the leftist uh, uh, group of crazies Ruth sent us, which is weird because Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that's where the Ruth comes from, herself questioned the, uh, the, uh, the legal uh, penumbras in the, in the Roe v. Wade decision. They say, stuff your rosaries and your weaponized prayer. Stuff it, folks. We will remain outraged after this weekend, so keep praying. We'll be burning the Eucharist to show our disgust for the abuse Catholic churches have condoned for centuries. Be burning the body of Christ. I'm sure that's going to go over well with a lot of the Christians and Catholics in the country, but Ruth sent us, you keep it up. Is the FBI sending anyone, by the way? Ruth is sending people. What about the FBI? You're going to send anyone? Are you going to investigate that? FBI, that, you know, that'd be called evidence? Be called evidence. You know, you're going to send people into churches violating people's civil liberties? You want to, you want to check that out? Remember that whole 18 USC 1507? You want to check out those people at uh, Kavanaugh's house? Gosh, too busy investigating parents, school boards, under your new domestic terror provisions. Because your lord and master, Darth Garland, told you so. Here's pictures, by the way, from the Wisconsin Pro-Life Center. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Here's a picture from inside where uh, I say uh, alleged because, folks, this is pictures. The, the pictures are real. It appears it was a firebomb thrown inside. But we don't know who the perpetrator is yet. And again, I'm not going to do leftist hackery. I don't like to see uh, people speak about these crimes before they know who did it. Sometimes they turn out um, to be hoaxes. I am not suggesting that at all. I'm simply suggesting that the left, which jumps on every single story out there, I'm telling you it happened. I'm also telling you we don't know who did it. You would think the media would be interested in covering this in a fair and honest fashion, but I can guarantee you if it's shown, which is probably highly likely to be a leftist lunatic that did it, that did that, right? If it's if it's shown to be, I can guarantee you the story. Here's the memory hole. <sighs> right down the memory hole. Here's another piece of misinformation that came out. Maybe Nina Jankowitz, our new minister of truth, will get on this with the DHS or Merrick Garland. Another piece of misinformation came out this weekend. The left had it go viral on Twitter that uh, basically trying to make us look like idiots about this line. Amy Coney Barrett had footnoted. Um, about the domestic supply of infants. Here's a bunch of leftists. Two judges on the bench in the land actually wrote this line, domestic supply of infants for adoption as justification for taking away your right to your own body. You see that? You wondering why that went nuclear this weekend? Of course, it's meant to make you all look like stone cold lunatics. Domestic supply of infants. What are you guys, robots? What is this, the matrix? Um, unfortunately for the left, if you actually paid attention, uh, which you didn't, because you're a moron, um, domestic supply of infants came from a CDC-cited paper. Uh, you can see right there uh, the paper if you actually would have looked at it. But of course you didn't because you're a moron. 
Uh, and that's what being a leftist is. Speaking of morons, I have a Joe Biden deep thoughts uh, segment coming up in a second. Biden does it again. Uh, uh, what, 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 what's our running hypothesis on Joe Biden? That the man can't get through a single speech, correct? Right. Without a major, not a small faux pas. <laughs> Joe, is it true? That's is it true? true? Am I making this up? Yes. It's not a small faux pas. It's not that he misses a comma or speaks past the sentence or leaves something out of context. Without a major faux pas. I got one of those coming up in a second. Let me get to my next sponsor first, American Financing. And I got some really, really horrible information about what's going on in your kid's school. Something that happened to me here, too. Let me get to this first. American Financing, one of my favorite new sponsors. Folks, inflation is substantially outpacing wage growth. That can be detrimental to your household budget. What more can you do to come out ahead? Call my friends today at American Financing for that free mortgage review. These good people. I just met with them last week. Because you have an asset that continues to appreciate at record levels, your home, it's more than just a place you live. It's an investment tool. And you're able to access cash from that investment at competitive rates as long as you take action soon. Of course. After all, the Fed just met. They plan to continue rate increases until they can figure out inflation. Rates are going to go up, which means you have to do what you can to protect yourself and plan for the future. In as little as 10 minutes, you can learn about custom loan options that can help you achieve financial stability. Here's the number to call my friends at American Financing, 888-994-7660. Again, the number, 888-994-7660. Give them a ring at 888-994-7660. Or if you want to visit them online, go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumeraccess.org. Thank you, American Financing. So here's Joe Biden um, again this past week. He's given a speech, can't get through a single speech without saying something uh, grotesque, horrible, or just a major face plant. Here's Joe Biden talking about real segregationists and how, hey, you know what? Wasn't too bad. At least we could have lunch with them together. <laughs> Let's check this out. Even back in the old days when we had real segregationists like Eastland and Thurman and all those guys. But at least we end up eating lunch together. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, Joe. I don't know. I give up trying to understand this guy. Yeah, I don't get it. I really do. Just look at I was real. He was. Hey, at least we could have lunch with those segregationists. Now, again, if a conservative, I forget it. You already know that this country's obviously going down the tubes. Immediate. Where's uh? By the way, where's uh? Bill McCarthy, the Denny's fact checker, said I stated something I never stated. Uh, it still hasn't taken his hundred thousand. By the way, where's he on that? Is that a good idea, Bill? Are you going to do a fact check on that about real segregationists and Joe Biden's lunch? Are we going to check that out? Of course. Yeah, he's just going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another gem. Uh, hat tip. I think this came from Libs of TikTok, which is a wonderful account on both Truth and Twitter. You may want to check that out. By the way, I've been making my way back on the Twitter uh, due to the potential for new management. Some of you may have noticed, been starting some good fights over there. Left hates it that I'm back, of course, which I love. Anything the left hates, I pretty much enjoy these days because they're so awful. Here's a video. I think this is Libs of TikTok. This is a parent, I believe in Colorado. She's talking about what happened to her daughter. Folks, this is happening in schools all over the country. Uh, this is a very close topic to me because it happened with one of my daughters. There are a bunch of these groups that are interested in identity politics and everything that are meeting in these schools, which, okay, you want to meet, fine. But the idea that you should be keeping this from the parents is unforgivable. And the idea that people in these groups should be telling the students who choose to attend these groups or are 
kind of pressured into attending these groups that they shouldn't tell their parents about them um, is really, really disturbing. This is happening in schools all across the country. Listen to this Colorado parent about what happened to her kid when she went to a art group. Check this out. One day, her trusted art and homeroom teacher invited her to stay after school for art club. So she texted us and we gave our permission. Of course, you can stay for art club. When she arrived in the classroom that day, she very quickly learned that it was actually GSA art club or gender and sexuality awareness. And her trusted teacher had invited in an outside presenter to speak with the children. Um, this presenter started with her number one rule. What you hear in here stays in here. She then brought out flags to describe different umbrella terms or defining words, as she called them, and how people feel under each of the flags. She explained to my daughter that if she is not 100% comfortable in her female body, then she's transgender. She then gave out flags, stickers, bracelets, and what she called the obligatory toys that kids love to collect everywhere I go. Um, she then told the kids that parents aren't safe. And that it's, it's okay to lie to them about where they are in order to attend this meeting and also future programming that she holds throughout the community. Folks, remember what I, there were two big takeaways from Marxist socialist ideology that I need you to understand, understand and have them tattooed in your cerebral cortex. The idea that you're going to get a generation of people who will surgically attach their lips to the ass of government, despite the fact that government is a source for nothing but pain in their lives. And I'm going to prove that coming up in a second, how things are only getting worse because of government, right? There is no way to do that. Government is never a source of anything other than agony in your life. Government is other people spending other people's money on other people, as Milton Friedman said. They will never, ever, ever produce prosperity for you, ever, under any circumstance in any world known or unknown. So how does the left continue to get people despite hundreds of millions of deaths from socialism? How do they get people to believe that this is going to be some utopia moving forward if they just follow the lead? They get it through two ways. They attack uh, uh, free markets. They attack the, uh, the idea of freedom and liberty and the idea that they, the, the identity politics, they have to create classes. In other words, you against them, them against union against non-union, black against white. That's the way they get you angry. The second way is they create division. And one of the best ways after the anger to create division is to divide, to divide kids from the family. That's where the LGBTQ agenda in schools comes in. The idea that you are different, despite the fact that you may have never asked this question, you know, am I really a girl? All of a sudden they plant the seed. And then once they plant the seed, getting you to believe you're different, whether you've had this thought or not in your life, once they plant that seed, they want to make sure that you know that your parents don't understand this difference and that they are different from you. But we, we will in turn, we'll fill that hole. You ever wonder why liberals in the government are so keen on getting schools to advance this stuff? They need the anger and the division to separate you from the anchor in your life, family, religion, God, and to reattach that anchor on the island of government. It's the only way. Anger and division to get you to ignore the evidence in front of your face that what they're promoting, uh, what they're promoting to you, socialism, has a 100 year plus record of death and destruction. And it works. Folks, government is nothing but a source of hell in your life. It will bring you nothing but pain. Now, we accept government when it comes to our military and our court system because these are areas of mass consensus. 
These are areas where we understand that the negative externalities generated from a private military, a group of mercenaries and private courts are probably far worse than the externalities from government running them. But government's inefficiencies are accepted. But where there is no area of mass consensus, government will never fix your problem. It'll never fix your, it, it can't fix your problem. Here, I've got a bunch of stories from the government follies file today. Wall Street Journal. You know, gas prices are through the roof, right? And the mid-Atlantic states and the south uh, states in the Atlantic, on the Atlantic side of the country too, they're having a real problem with gas prices. So you would think, oh gosh, well, what we do, we'd increase gas supplies. Supply goes up, demand goes down when supply goes up, or even if demand stays high and supply goes up, prices go down. Nope. Wall Street Journal has this entire story about this Mountain Valley pipeline from West Virginia down to those regions. The pipeline's 95% complete. Yet the left is still suing. The last 5% of the pipeline could take years now since green groups have now also asked the Fourth Circuit to block permits issued by West Virginia and Virginia. Green judges versus American gas. You paying more for gas? You could, By the way, this is one of 100 stories about the left abusing the legal system to make sure that you're paying a fortune to, pay, to heat your home. They don't care. People continue to vote for socialism in their lives. You want to eat? You know, what's uh, Joe, golden rule of the Dan Bongino show? Said it on my Fox show. Said it on, don't get dead. No. Getting dead is really bad. Don't you get dead. Now, one of the ways you could get dead quick is by freezing to death because you have no gas to heat your home. But another way is by not eating, where you'll die of this thing called starvation. So we're having a real problem with food prices. By the way, diesel fuel oil uh, is at its lowest stock we've had in a really long time. Fertilizer short. Baby food is short. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, you can thank uh, Brandon in the White House for that. But here, the Ukraine crisis reveals the folly of organic farming. Now we want to move towards organic because the Green New Deal told us. Well, we already tried that. The Green New Dealers, I should say. We tried that in other places. And it led to even less food. So we're in a food crisis. We want less food. The journal notes, because organic agriculture shirks many of the scientific advancements that allowed farmers to increase crop yields, it's inherently less efficient than conventional farming. Research has conclusively shown that organic farming produces less food per acre than conventional agriculture. Moreover, organic farming rotates fields in and out of use more often than conventional farming, which can rely on synthetic fertilizer and pesticides to maintain fertility and keep away pests. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. Keep it up. Let's keep pushing all this stuff. Let's keep putting uh, sludge on fields too. Working out great for Brandon. And by the way, there's a baby food shortage too. Did you hear about that? If you're a parent who has a baby who's not breastfeeding, you certainly know about it now, don't you? Now, here's the thing about baby food, which I said last week. If you don't have baby food for your kid, it's not like you could take them down the block to the local bonefish and give them a piece of salmon, okay? The baby has a sensitive GI tract. They can only absorb uh, food, not like adults can, right? They have very limited ability to absorb certain uh, uh, food and break it down, right? Doesn't seem to matter to Brandon. Apparently, they've known about this for a while. John Solomon, Biden's breadline crisis, anatomy of the American baby food shortage. Not going to read the whole thing, but if you'd like to read the piece, you can see here that parents are getting really worried as Phoebe Carter, as a five-year-old, who suffers from a rare digestive and immune system, told Politico, she says, if this doesn't get fixed soon, I don't know how my son will survive. Mm. Sounds like a real problem for Phoebe Carter. Because it is. It's only getting worse, folks. Government is a source of nothing but Hades in your life. 
All right, let me move on. I want to get to this media madness block coming up in a minute. You know what? Let me get to my last sponsor. We'll do that. The media this week, again, blowing their credibility. Some stories I picked over the weekend, proving to you again that the media is the enemy of truth, that they will lie to you. And when they don't lie to you, they'll mischaracterize a story like Bill McCarthy. Geo-tracking data. It's not precise enough. It's not precise enough. Really? Again, maybe you should tell our military that we're killing people based on geo-tracking data overseas. You may want to tell them that, Bill, but Bill can't do that. Bill's still working on his certificate from Denny's and still trying to figure out where I stated what he said I stated. All right, let me get to this first. And then media madness coming up. And I'm going to end the show today with probably the most important block. I probably should have placed it closer to the beginning, but I found it a little late. Folks, we are walking into a proxy war with the Russians right now. People are openly talking about it. And the question I'm going to ask at the end is, is Vladimir Putin gaming us? Is he really, by losing planning on a different quote win well that's that coming up let me get to this first dan all right thanks. it yes, feels sir. like this show is just flying by i feel like we just yeah, started well, it yeah i know that's because the information yeah. today has been uh it's been just uh eye-opening yes. i spent the whole weekend putting it together too which leads me to our media madness block i had to pull a few of these stories this weekend so i don't know if you saw the story joe but i did there is a uh story about this GOP candidate accused of killing his wife. So the Washington Post put this story. A man accused of killing his wife wins GOP primary from jail. So you see that headline. You're like, oh my gosh, what's the Washington Post? What's the rule about the media, folks? The media is trying to tell you a story, not the story. So what's a story the Washington Post wants you to hear? Let me just give it to you straight. The Washington Post story is, my gosh, those Republicans are so awful. They want a guy to win who's accused of killing his wife. So I read that headline. I was like, wow, man, that's kind of a strange story. Um, and then I read some of the actual story, by the way. And you noted that they note late down in the story, of course, if you, if, you, if you read past the headline, which liberals don't do, that the guy won his Republican primary on Tuesday for one of three open seats on the Clinton Township Board. Oh, he did? Election data shows that Will Holt received 60 votes, while two other Republican candidates for the three seats Received 106 and 100. So he was one of three people where three people, there were three winners. He was one of three and he got the least amount of votes. Liberals are still trying to figure that out. Conservatives right now are like the Washington Post strikes again. Liberals are like, I don't get it, Dan. I know you don't get it. Read it again. Put the show and rewind the 15 second back bucket and re back button. Read it again. You'll figure it out. But of course, the Washington Post wants you to believe he won. Won the Republican primary. I'm telling you right now, don't laugh. Libs are still scratching their heads about that story. Huh? What? Daddy, love. Yeah, okay. Here's another one I saw. Alex Epstein, who does good work. He's citing a Canberra Times headline from 1988. More media, man. Remember the Maldives were going to sink? Maldives, <sighs> a gradual rise in sea level is threatening to completely cover the Indian Ocean nation in the next 30 years. He then cites a headline from just a little bit ago, Maldives to open four new airports in 2020. <laughs> All right, moving on. I can't really. Uh, yeah, it never ends. Yeah, I know. The Maldives story never goes away. How the Maldives, every year they're going to sink. Every year. They keep the Maldives. Everything in the Maldives, they're going to sink every single year. And yet the Maldives, Maldives, man, you got a lot of fight, Maldives. You guys got a lot of gusto. You Maldives, you folks in the Maldives, we love you, man. Maldives lives matter. Well, the 
Can we put a thing up? Maldives Lives Matter? Yeah, you go. Hashtag Maldives Lives You guys are great. Maldives. Guys and ladies in Maldives, you're real warriors out there. Can't believe it. How you keep like, you know, water, right? Remember Hank Johnson? You, the island doesn't sink or tip over. You guys keep throwing water off the island. It's amazing. Good job, Maldives. All right. This is a serious story. So, uh, you know, early on, I, I've been very concerned about a conflict with Russia with many others. There are two different sides. I, I shouldn't say uh, two different sides. Everybody's concerned about a conflict with Russia. I don't want to be dramatic and do what my political opponents do to me. However, there are different levels of concern about a potential nuclear conflict. What I mean by that is there are some commentators on the conservative right and the left who are a little more cavalier. They'd like the United States to engage deeper in Ukraine. I have warned we have our own problems here. Ukraine is a serious crisis. There is no doubt. There are a lot of things we can do. But one of the things we should uh, definitely not do is walk ourselves into a war with Russia, a proxy war or otherwise. Uh, it could result in real trouble for us. It could result in potential nuclear annihilation. Now, when, uh, when me, when I uh, and other commentators, Tucker Carlson and others, mentioned that it appeared we were walking into a proxy war. In other words, a th we were funding a war through Ukraine against Russia, uh, that this could be a real problem. Of course, we were called conspiracy theorists. Well, that's kind of strange because a Democrat congressman Seth Moulton went on with Brett Baer last week. You may have seen this and kind of acknowledged what we've been saying the whole time that we're already in a proxy war with Russia. Keep in mind, they have, uh, you know, a, a, what thousand nuclear warheads, thousands of nuclear warheads. They could, they, this could result in global annihilation, but don't worry if a Democrat says that it's okay here, listen, you can hear it yourself. If they wrap this in the Senate, uh, with a Ukraine funding and a COVID funding, you guys okay with that? Congressman Moulton? Look, I'm going to support it because it's the right thing to do for Ukraine. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of politics involved and there will be domestic debates here at home about other policies and whatnot. But at the end of the day, we've got to realize we're at war and we're not just at war to support the Ukrainians. We're fundamentally uh, at war, although it's somewhat through a proxy with Russia. And it's important that we win. Weird, because when we warned about exactly this, again, we were called conspiracy theorists. Is that going to be a proxy war? Strange. Think about what he just said. We're already engaged in a proxy war with a nuclear-powered opponent. Folks, I'm not suggesting that anyone should roll over and let Russia take Ukraine. I've never suggested that. However, I did suggest to you that appearances here matter because if it's perceived that we are involved directly in this war, that it may give Putin an excuse at home to engage further with us. Now, Holman Jenkins had a fascinating piece. It's just the other day, May 6th in the Wall Street Journal, about exactly this. How does Russia lose in Ukraine? Well, Putin may tell us today, Monday. If he would rather be defeated by NATO than his smaller neighbor, his Victory Day speech may let us know. Now, the speech happened. A lot of what people thought was going to be said wasn't, in fact, said. But he has an interesting hypothesis here, Holman Jenkins, and it's this. What if Putin fully understands right now that he's about to lose in Ukraine? But he knows at home he can't lose to Ukraine, a military that was perceived to be far inferior to his. So what if he does something intentionally right now to draw NATO into the conflict, right? Tactical nuke, whatever he may do, attacks NATO territory. And we then respond with a full-blown NATO attack. And then Putin, after that, uses that full-blown NATO attack as a reason to back down, saying, hey, listen, we can't possibly fight the combined powers of all of Europe and NATO. I don't know. It's an interesting theory. 
But is he gaming us? Is he gaming us into a wider war? It's all an interesting theory, and you may want to check it out. All right, my last story, I want to get to this. This just came in right before I got on the air. Jerry Dunleavy put this piece out. You know our disinfo minister of truth, Nina Jenkowitz, Showtunes lady? You know Showtunes lady, the singer, uh, the, the disinformation chief herself. Dunleavy has a really astonishing piece. It'll be in my newsletter. I need you to read. Biden disinfo chief Nina Jenkowitz pushed the Russia collusion claims. Folks, Dunleavy has an exhaustive review of this lady, Nina Jankowitz, pushing the disinformation she claims to be fighting in her new position as the Minister of Truth. Again, I ask that when you're emailing your congressman, you ask about what they're going to do to defund and investigate this woman, who is clearly, clearly at this point, a partisan operative masquerading as a nonpartisan government bureaucrat. What they're doing with her is dangerous. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Don't miss my radio show later. I'll be covering some of the same material. And please check out the movie if you haven't seen it yet, 2000 Mules. 2000mules.locals.com. You can subscribe to Dinesh's Locals feed and you'll see the movie. You'll get the movie. Or you can, I think you can pick up the DVD as well at 2000mules.com. It, you got to see it. Check it out. See you later. You just heard Dan Bongino.